Thanks, Daniel. My name is Ron Cuomo. We're the pastors here as well. Uh, you might have noticed Daniel prayed for uh, the Atzma family and the loss of Henry's mom. Visitation is going to be tomorrow night at Strofe Funeral Home um, from 5 to 8, and then the funeral will be uh, the next day, Tuesday, at Covenant Church. So just want you to be able to uh, support them and, and pray for them in that way as well. We started a couple of weeks ago a sermon series that we're calling Life After Easter. And, and what we've been talking about is the fact that, that not only did Jesus Christ rise, that he did, and that Jesus Christ is alive, and we celebrate that, and that's fantastic, but we've been talking about the fact that Jesus Christ is alive in us, that we too somehow have been changed, that we too somehow have been made new, that, that Jesus Christ is alive in us. And, and our calling today is to learn to live We're trying to learn to live in the power, the power of the risen Jesus Christ, trying to tap into that power, understand what it means. And and, and we've said two things about this that are really important. The first is that we are, and Paul says this clearly in his letters and especially in Colossians, but we are already new right now. We have been raised with Christ. The old is dead. The new has come. We are already new in Christ. The, The power of Jesus is alive in us. On the one hand, that's true. On the other hand, we're still learning to live into that newness, okay? We're still learning to live into that newness. We're still learning what it means to live as new people, what it means to to live in the power of Jesus Christ. The fact is we still live in a broken world. Listen to Daniel's prayer. You know that we all face brokenness. We deal with death and disease and struggles and hurts and temptations and all these things. We live in a broken world, and for we ourselves... For we ourselves, the old ways, the old patterns, the habits, the sins still show up in our lives from time to time. They're still there, and and they're still there sometimes with a lot of strength. And so while we are already new, we are also still fighting against sin. We're also still struggling against that, and we're learning to live into the new. We're learning what it means to learn the new steps of loving Jesus and of loving each other. And, and, and so this morning what we're going to do is focus on this uh, letter B there, but the old ways, the old habits... The old sins are, are still showing up at times. And as we, as we think about that, what I want to do is I want to kind of just share a little story with you. It's a very simple story, and, and, but it's our story, okay? And, and it will help us understand about how we live with this, about what Paul wants to say to us with this. So let's start with us, okay? This is our story. We're happy people, right? And, and there we are. And then let's say we have a couple of friends, Mr. and Mrs. Leach. They're friendly people, okay? And, and she's a nurse, so you got, know she's got to be a good, a good leech, right? So she's there, and, and we say, hi, Mr. and Mrs. Leach. And the leeches are nice to meet us, and they're nice, and they say, hi, we're here to help you. And we say, great, that sounds wonderful. So go ahead and do your thing, all right? And, and, and if you haven't figured it out, you will soon. The leeches are actually really bad, okay? They represent sin. Okay, that's, but, but they come along, and this is the way sin always looks at the beginning, right? It's always tempting. It always looks nice. It always promises us happiness. It always promises us joy. And so, and, and, and this is how it attaches. You know, Mrs. Mrs. Leach says, oh, okay, we just need to give you a little smooch. All right, we just need to kind of attach ourselves to you a little bit. We just need to, so they do that, right? They come and they attach. And, it's, and, and, and again, sin is fun at first, right? So we say, you're right, this is fun. And so they enjoy that and, and that's all good in everything. And, and then after a while, they want to have some friends over, okay? So can we invite some friends over? And we're nice, and so we say, sure, the more the merrier, right? I mean, it was fun to do it this much. It'll be more if we have more fun if we have more leeches on us, right? And so they send us and, and, and they invite some of their friends over. We get to a place where we say, okay, that's, that's enough. That's, that's plenty, okay? I'm, I'm, I'm done with this now, okay? Can we play a different game? 
But the problem with leeches is they don't know when to stop. The problem with sin is it doesn't just stop when we tell it to, um, but they keep inviting more friends over, okay? They, they keep on having more and more friends over, and we get to a place where we say, ouch, that hurts, please stop. I'm not asking you anymore. I'm telling you, please stop. You've got to do this. But they keep adding more friends over, and, 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 and then we realize, you know what, I hate this. And we say to Mr. and Mrs. Leach, you really don't care about me. And at some point, most of us get to that place with sin in our lives, right? At some point, we start to say, well, this was fun at the beginning, but it's not so fun anymore, and I'd just as soon you quit. And, and it's at that point that Mr. and Mrs. Leach show up for who they really are, bloodsuckers. Aha, Mr. Leach says, now you see what we really are, bloodsuckers. It's an adventure story, all right? And Mrs. Leach says, we owe you, own you now. You belong to us. And they're so excited, and they say, show him, boys and girls, in all of the leeches. All of the leeches end up turning into their ugliness. And we realize, oh no, I'm dead. And the leeches are jumping for joy, and they say, yes, you are. (laughs) Movement and everything. At this point, we realize there's only one hope in our lives. And we say, Jesus, save me. All right. It's the only one who can deal with the leeches, the bloodsuckers that are all over us. And the, 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 the bloodsuckers are scared. Mr. Leech says no, and they shiver in their fear. And then God does his work, and he crushes them. And he crushes all of them. And we realize that we are free. And not only are we free of sin, but Jesus Christ lives in us. But here's the problem. Here's the problem. All the leeches aren't gone. They come back every once in a while. They start to show up again. And we have to figure out what to do about it. These leeches are like the other ones. In fact, they're worse, I think, in some ways. Because one of these leeches says, I'm glad you got rid of those bad, bad, bad leeches. That's the way kind of sin is. It's, I'm glad you got rid of those sins. I'm glad you stopped doing that because those sins wanted to kill you. Those were the bad leeches. We're just here to help you. We're just here to give you some fun. We're just here to let you have a little bit of a good time. And another one says, yeah, we're, we're your friends. And we'll stop whenever you tell us to, right? And we say, okay, that's right. And, and, and one of them says, you know what? The fact is, in this broken world, you, you can't make it in this world without us. Right, I I mean, one of these leeches says to us, look, you know everybody else at work is lying. You know everybody else at school is cheating. If you don't, you'll never make it. And, and so we don't have to do this a lot, just a little bit, okay? Just a little bit. And, 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 and so we start, to, we start to kind of do some of those things. We, we're, we're still living in that. The, the leeches are still around us. And again, they're smaller, and they look friendlier, and we're not as afraid of them. But friends, there is one truth we need to understand more than anything else this morning, and that is that all leeches are liars, All leeches are liars. All sin is deceptive. All sin promises us new life, but all sin ends up sucking us dry. It ends up destroying this, destroying us. And and we start to realize what they're like. And and we start to realize it looks like I still have work to do, okay? Now, on the one hand, we are indeed completely sinless. But on the other hand, this is us, okay? Okay? That's the setup, okay? That's our situation. Do you understand that? That's where if we have made a commitment to Jesus Christ, we are, on the one hand, completely forgiven. We are completely set free. We are absolutely new. But on the other hand, we are still fighting against sin. 
And so that's what we're going to talk about. The old ways, the old habits still show up at times. That's, we're already new, but the old ways show up. Now, okay, with that picture in mind, I know it was really simple, right? But now listen to Colossians 3, verse 5. And just watch how this scripture is exactly right. That was us. We're covered with these leeches. In a sense, they're gone because we're forgiven. But some have come back. And what does Paul say? Verse 5, put to death. Put to death, therefore. Put to death. And the word that he uses there is strong. It is kill, assassinate, destroy, rip off, do whatever it takes. This is not just put to death. This is put to a violent and crushing death. Paul is saying, you got leeches all over you. And you have got to put to death whatever belongs to your earthly old nature. All those things are going to suck you dry. All those things are going to take away your life. All those things are going to destroy you. And so Paul's call to us this morning, more than anything else, is to say you got to hate those things. you got to be passionate about wanting to destroy those things. you got to assassinate those things. He gives us a list of some of the leeches. Sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Again, all these things are going to come on as, as Mr. and Mrs. Nice Leech, Right? I I mean, those first ones, dealing with sexual sin. Sexual sin always looks good for a time, often feels good for a time. It promises us release. You've had a rough white life and and, and a rough day, and your wife isn't meeting your needs. You deserve this. You're going to feel alive. You're going to feel better about this. And and really, nobody else is going to be hurt because nobody else is going to find out. It's not a big deal. And and that's the way so often we look at sin. It's just kind of like it's not a big deal. I'm not going to hurt anybody else. I'm not going to do any damage to anybody else. Or think of greed. Come on, it's that voice inside of us that says, if you have just a little bit more, you can be happy. If you can have just a little bit more, you can be happy. And friends, you know what? It sounds so nice. All it wants is our happiness. But at the end of the day, again, it is nothing more than a bloodsucker. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, your old nature. Verse 6, because of these... Because of those leeches, because of those bloodsuckers, the wrath of God is coming. God is someday going to rid the world of all bloodsuckers. You used to walk in these ways. You used to swim in those waters. But, but, but now you don't do that in the life you once lived. But now, but now you must also rid yourselves, all right? You've got to get rid of it. You've got to tear them off. Again, you think about that. I don't know how many of you have ever had bloodsuckers, but I was a camp counselor, and there was a place where kids got bloodsuckers. All the time. I never went there, but I left them. But, you know, I mean, they're, they're there on your... And they're just... They're, they're attached. They're sucking on it. And they're just... And it's just... I mean, you rip them off, you're going to rip off some skin. It's not going to be fun. It's not going to be easy. And, 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 but you've got to rid yourself. Rid yourself. And, and again, again, another list here of all such things as these. Anger, rage, malice, slander, filthy language from your lips. Again, with each one of these things, it looks nice. I mean, right? Rage... Rage makes us feel powerful. It makes me feel like I'm in control. It makes me feel like you are threatened by me. It makes me feel like you're scared of me. And so, let's face it, there's something, there's something really tasty about that. When I'm in a rage and I can threaten people, I feel like I have power. And when I'm planning revenge, when I'm thinking about slander, when I'm thinking about taking you down a bed, come on, don't tell me that doesn't feel good. Don't tell me that you haven't enjoyed just letting a little bit of a truth out there so everybody can see what she is really like. So that everybody can understand that she is not the person you thought she was. And there is something inside of us that just enjoys that. And it feels good. 
and we feel like it's, it's good. Filthy language, all of that stuff. But again, it's bloodsuckers, friends. They are bloodsuckers. That slander is going to, it's not going to kill them, it's going to kill you. That, 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 that anger and that rage, you're not devouring them, you're devouring yourself. That's what Paul says, you've got to get rid of it, rid yourself, take these things off, rip them off. Do not lie to each other. Again, lies are, are so pretty. They can help us so much. You, you, I guarantee you, you, you've lied in the last two days. I've probably lied already this morning. Because I don't have to get caught then. I don't have to pay the price. It doesn't have to be uncomfortable. I'll just say that I made that call. I'll just, we do that all the time. But friends, that is just a, a bloodsucker, and it's nasty, and it's mean. Do not lie to each other. He says, since you have taken off your old selves with its practices and put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge, in the image of its creator. There we are. And that put on the news. Paul's saying, you know, you don't swim in those waters anymore. You're in Christ, right? I mean, we were swimming in those waters. We called out Jesus saved us. Not only did he get all the leeches off us, but he, he called us now to live in different waters. He calls us to swim in different places. He calls us to stay away from that. So, so don't do that. Don't go back into the morass. Don't go back into the junk. Here, verse 11, Here there is no Gentile or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave or free, but Christ is all and is in all. What's he saying here? This is a big one, an important one for them and for us. Racism and discrimination are bloodsuckers. Racism and discrimination are bloodsuckers. That's what Paul is talking about. He's writing to the church in Colossae, right? And he's writing to Christians. But obviously there were some divisions in the body. There were some who were Jewish, who had been circumcised. And, and, and they were Jewish Christians, but they, they kind of felt like they were better than the Gentile Christians. They felt like they were kind of a little bit better because they obeyed the law more. They knew more about God. They knew their Old Testament. They knew their Bible. They knew all of that stuff. And they would say, you know, we're here. You're here. You're part of us. But, and, and Paul wants to say, you know what? That's a bloodsucker. When we start to divide each other like that, when we start to let those lines divide us, Paul says, it will destroy us. It is a bloodsucker, and you have got to assassinate that. And, and, and then he talks about the free. The free are against all three of the others, the barbarians, the Scythians, and the slaves. In, in the Roman world, it was true in the Greek world, also true in the Egyptian world, fascinating, the, the Roman citizens, just like the Egyptians, the Roman citizens were basically humans. Everybody else was barbarians. Everybody else was not human. That's what we do, right? The upper class, we are the humans, and those other people aren't. They're like monkeys. They're like animals. They're barbarians. Scythians were the worst of the barbarians. Slaves were just workers who were absolutely nothing. That's kind of discrimination that has gone on since then. Like I say, you can, every single culture struggles with discrimination. Every single culture struggles with how do we treat those who are a little different than us. The Apostle Paul says, that's a bloodsucker. That's going to kill you. That is going to just suck you dry. Because you've got to understand, we are in Christ. And Christ is all, and Christ is in all. So there is no Gentile or Jew, all those other things. And, and that is just a huge challenge. So that's the text, okay? That's what Paul says. Put to death, therefore. Real quick as we close, and it's going to take me just a couple of minutes to do this. But I want to ask three questions. What is it he's calling us to do? You all know the answer to that already. Why? We'll think about that. And then how? All right? So what is Paul calling us to do? Again, the answer is obvious. We have got to put to death, assassinate, kill, get rid of, destroy. And and, and again, whatever belongs to your earthly nature. 
whatever it is that they're. And again, that Paul gave us a long list. I'm not going to go through all of them. I just touched on them. But friends, these things are bloodsuckers. And, and I think one of the most difficult things for us to do sometimes is to actually learn to hate sin. Is to actually learn to despise sin. Because sin looks so good. Because sin seems so friendly. And if we're going to be serious about it, Paul wants to say, you are in Christ. And so you've got to kill the bloodsuckers. They don't die easy. You've got to kill the bloodsuckers. Kill. Okay. Kill the bloodsuckers, okay? Finally they go. But that's what it's like. These sins, they keep coming at us. They keep there. And we fight it and they win. And we fight it and they win. And we fight it. But, but we grow. Of course, the problem is until Jesus comes back, they're going to keep showing up. And they're going to keep being around. And they keep multiplying. Because we still live in a broken world. And they're here. And so we need to keep killing the bloodsuckers. And, and we've got to use different means. Sometimes you've got to just drown them, okay? Sometimes you've got to get rid of them that way and melt them away. They're still going to be around. But, but that's what Paul is calling us to do, okay? And I want you to just think about what that really means. To say, how serious are we about this? Seriously, I mean, really. Do we, do we like I say, I think for most of us, we say, oh yeah, sin is bad. But some of us say, but it's not that bad. I can't get by and work. Think of it. How many of us in our workplaces say, if I told the whole truth all the time, I would never be able to keep my job? How many of us in our neighborhood said, if I told the truth to my neighbors about some of the things that I've done, nobody would ever talk to me? And I'm not saying you've got to blab everything all over, but just to recognize, friends, we are so comfortable with our leeches. And, and Paul calls us to put them to death, to absolutely assassinate, kill, and destroy them. And I wonder how passionate I am about getting rid of lying, about getting rid of my greed, about getting rid of sexual impurity, whatever it is, about ending discrimination. How much do I hate that? How passionate about it? That's what Paul is calling us to do. Why? Why should we do that? Why should we put these things to death? Why should we kill the bloodsuckers? Well, the first, again, reason is, I hope, fairly obvious, because they're killers. It's them or us. You can't get along with leeches, Leeches don't know when to stop. They keep sucking until you die, okay? You cannot get along with leeches, and you cannot get along with sin. Again, in Christ, we will not die. We will be, but in the meantime, we are dying and being drained and so on, and it is just, and so we got to understand these things are killers. That's why Paul says in verse 6 there, he says, because of these, the wrath of God is coming. See, God hates the sin that destroys his creation, and God is someday going to come, and he is going to just destroy all all the bloodsuckers. And we need to hate the bloodsuckers as much as God does. They're killers. They destroy us. The other reason I think we need to get serious about this is, is, is we have to recognize, as Paul says, that's, that's not who we are anymore. We don't swim in those waters anymore. You might have had the experience. If you haven't, you can imagine it. You go to your 10-year high school reunion, and you're kind of curious about who's doing what and where everybody is. You're especially interested in, in Steve the stoner. You know, whoever Steve was in your class. I think there's almost always one, at least there used to be, who at least was smoking pot every day, right? And, and he had the long hair, and he was like, dude, man, I just want to smoke pot the rest of my life. Steve the stoner. Any of you here? No. Um, and Steve the stoner walks in, and his hair is short, and he's wearing a suit, and you realize Steve has become a lawyer, and you say, dude, man, what happened? I thought you were going to smoke pot. And he says, that's not who I am anymore. 
That's not who I am anymore. That was the old Steve. I've changed. I'm a new person, and I don't do that. I don't do that. That's what Paul wants to say about us as being in Christ. He says in verse 7, you used to walk in these ways, in the life you once lived. You used to do that, but not anymore. Now you have taken off, verses 9 and 10, now you've taken off your old self with its practices and, and have put on the new self. It's not who we are anymore. These things kill us, and, and it's not who we are in Christ. So that's why we've got to put them to death. That's why we've got to assassinate them. Again, we'll not get rid of all of them, but I just wonder how passionate are we about genuinely saying, I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to do that anymore. So, how do we fight? How do we put these things to death? How do we kill? I think first, and, and, and this is something, again, we've been talking about. That's why we can go through these fairly quickly. But just to ask God to help us see sin for what it really is, a leech, a killer. You know, again, sin is so attractive. You know, because greed is just sad. It makes you discontent. It's so attractive. It makes me want more, and it promises me more, and I'm going to feel better if I have more. And there's retail therapy, right? We've done that. And whether it's buying a purse or buying a new bike or buying a new tool or whatever it is, greed is good. We need to say, no, it's not. It will kill me. Again, it's not that the earthly things are physical things. It's not that our stuff is the problem. It's wanting more and more stuff. It's holding on to our stuff too tightly, okay? Be clear on that. It's not that sex is wrong. It's that impure thoughts are. It's, it's misusing sex. It's, sex. It's me. And, and we've got to recognize and say, you know what, God? That is a leech. That, that website, that pornographic website, is not just something that you click on for a little while and then you walk away from. I think so many of us, that's what we say. I just walk away from it. No, it's, it's a leech, and it's sucking you dry. It is sucking us dry. So that's the first thing, to say, God, help me to see it. I, I think that's an important thing for us to do. The second thing is, is to fight it, to just say no, to rip it off. And, and, and this is tough, and this is not something we can easily accomplish. We can only do it with God's help. But sometimes you just have to say, you know what, I'm not doing it anymore. Girlfriend and I, we're not going to have sex before marriage anymore. We're going to just rip that off and say, no. And we're not going to put ourselves in a position. We're not going to do that anymore. We're not going to steal. We're not going to lie. And we do our best to absolutely fight it, to just say no, to rip it off. But that's not the only thing we need to do. I, I think we need to stay out of leech-infested waters. You've got to stay out of leech-infested places. There are some places where we tend to pick up, pick up leeches, and, 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 and we need to be committed to say, I don't want leeches, therefore I'm going to stay out of that. If you struggle with greed, don't spend two hours at the mall, okay? You struggle with pornography, don't spend three hours just surfing the web. You, you struggle with lying, then just talk less. Stay out of gossipy conversations. As soon as it turns to that kind of a conversation, just say, I've got to leave, don't lie and say, I've got to wash my hair unless you go wash your hair. But just, I've got to leave. And, and just stay out of those. And as we do that, that also just drains. The blood suckers, the blood that they get, it stops the ones that are there. To just say, what do you need to do to stay out of the way, to take a different road home, to go down a different path, to just stay out of those waters? Again, they look fun, and there are so many people playing around in the waters, and, it, and, it's, and there are others that are going, just go ahead. You won't get, you won't get caught. No, God, help me just to stay away of those leech-infested places. And then, and, and then the final one, the fourth one, to crowd it out. 
to grow in our love for God. What I mean by that is, is you know, if, if when we learn to love God more, it, it's not just, you see, it's not just fighting against sin, and this is what we're going to get into next week. It's also putting on Christ. And the more of Christ we have on, the less room there is. I changed the analogy a little bit, but you think about weeds, right? Weeds don't grow. Part of the way you fight against weeds is you get all your grass healthy. They don't have any room to grow. They don't have any place to grab onto because it's all healthy grass. So too, as we grow in Christ, as we grow in Christ, there's less and less room for the leeches to attack us and, and to be there. So as we close, again, you know, this is where we are. We still have work to do. The leeches are there. But remember that Christ is alive in us. And, and he can help us. And, and he forgives us. And someday, someday, guess what? All the leeches are going to be gone. And, and I'm not even going to be tempted by leeches. And it's going to be so good. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature. Let's pray together. Father, we know sin is bad, but it is so fun. I mean, if we're honest, it is often so fun, at least for a time. A little smooch. Leech is just kind of making us feel a little lightheaded. Feel alive. Life is tough. We need something to lift us up. Father, forgive us. If we made a commitment to you, we are new in you, and yet we keep going back trying to find life from the leeches. We keep going back thinking that maybe a little more stuff is going to satisfy our souls. We keep going back thinking that this lie is going to set us free. It's not going to hurt us. It's going to set us free. We keep thinking that. We keep doing that. So, Father, help us to hate the bloodsuckers. Help us to hate sin with a holy passion. And give us your strength to fight it, to rip it off, to stay out of the leech-infested places and to grow more and more in Jesus Christ because it's in him that we live. It's in him that we find strength. It's in him that we find new life. We pray this in his name. Amen.